Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Thursday morning, September 22nd. I'm Elliot Trudeau, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Authorities at the University of Florida say there's no evidence that a report circulating across UF's campus is true that a young woman was jabbed with a needle and unwittingly exposed to a high dose of the dangerous drug fentanyl. Gainesville and UF police departments confirmed they were aware of the report this week. I spoke with Silas Morgan about how this has spread widely over social media and word of mouth in classrooms and on campus about what would have been a sensational and likely fatal attack against a young woman. Here's Silas. I published a story about a widely circulated rumor going around the University of Florida that a young woman was jabbed with a needle full of fentanyl while at a popular bar in Midtown across the street from campus. So since this is just a rumor and there's no hard evidence, why did you feel you still wanted to publish this? Yeah, this rumor is circulating widely around campus and we just wanted to let people know that there is no immediate danger. This incident likely did not occur. And we quoted in the article that both Gainesville police and university police have found no evidence that has actually occurred despite looking into it. How did you find out about the story? Yeah, so I was forwarded this story by my editor, Ted Brightus, professor at the university. And he told me, hey, there's these rumors going around the university. Some of my students has told me about this, and I think you should cover it. And so I contacted UFPD, Captain Latrell Simmons, and he said that they are taking the claims seriously, and they have detectives actively investigating the situation, but they so far cannot ascertain if the incident actually happened. And their most difficult, uh, their, their most difficult problem and their goal is trying to identify the alleged victim. Um, all GPD has said is that they are actively investigating and that there is no updates at the moment. I saw in your article that the source of the report, which appeared to originate in an iMessage group text among at least four unidentified women, who said that a coworker identified only as Maddie was at a specific Midtown bar. Can you expand upon that? Yeah, so according to the message, within the needle was fentanyl and some type of methamphetamine. And according to the message, it said it happened the other day. Now, we do not know when this message was sent. We believe that to have been sent in the past week. So we believe that over the course of the past week, this alleged incident occurred, but we are not sure. Is there anything else that you'd like to report? Yeah, just once again, we we don't like engaging in rumors. We only talked about this story because it is so widespread across the student body, and we wanted to alleviate any panic. Of course, we do acknowledge that there are real dangers at, at Gainesville Nightlife. So please, everybody, stay safe. And UFPD has uh, put out a list of tips on what to do if you feel uncomfortable or if you feel you've been drugged or anything. And lastly, we, the police, both GPD and UFPD have no evidence that it's actually occurred, but both are actively investigating and trying to identify the alleged victim. And we've spoken to the management at the bar where this incident allegedly occurred. And they said they their employees seriously investigated the claim and could not find any evidence that has happened in their bar. Um, all GPD has said is that they are actively investigating and that there is no updates at the moment. That was WUFT Silas Morgan on how there was no evidence on a widely circulated report about a fentanyl stabbing near UF campus. Now let's catch you up with today's stories from around the state. One year after the brutal rape of a University of Florida freshman in the parking lot of her off-campus apartment complex, 
The criminal case against the man accused in her attack is starting to move forward. According to WUFT News' Troy Myers, Antwin Samuel Johnson of Gainesville looked around the courtroom and stood Wednesday quietly as the judge allowed a prosecutor and defense lawyer to update him on the status of the case. The judge set another hearing for the next update on October 26. Johnson is expected back in court next week in a related case involving allegations that he tried to influence one of the key witnesses in the attack. In that case, Johnson indicated that prosecutors have refused to offer him any plea deal. After his arrest for the sexual assault in September 2021, Johnson was declared mentally incompetent to stand trial in May. Over 50 people crowded inside the Alachua County Administration Building to voice their concerns about a proposed development that includes a new University of Florida golf course in southwest Alachua County. WUFT News' Arena Anwar says Alachua County recently greenlit a special area study to examine the environmental impacts of developing the over 4,000-acre land along southwest 122nd Street. The county commission received a staff report recommending how the five elected commissioners should consider the development. The Ocala City Council on September 20th voted 4-1 to to deny a zoning request for a Georgia company to build a multifamily residential development consisting of up to 288 homes on 15 acres on Southwest 43rd Court across from Saddlewood Elementary School. According to the Ocala Gazette's Jennifer Hunt Murdy, the last time the council considered and denied the development was May 3rd. The gist of the concerns surrounded two issues, poor traffic conditions in the neighborhood and overcapacity in the area schools. In June, the developer Catalyst Development Partners filed a petition disputing the city's denial of R3 multifamily residential zoning. According to the city's meeting agenda, the parcel was annexed into the city in 2005 under the owner's request. Still, no city zoning was assigned, leaving the property in limbo for development. The owner of a Suwannee County farm is in line to be the state's newest medical marijuana operator, beating out 11 other applicants competing for a license earmarked for a black farmer with ties to Florida. According to the News Service of Florida, the State Department of Health on Tuesday announced that it issued a quote-unquote written notice of intent to approve a medical marijuana license for Terry Donald Gwynn, setting the stage for what would be protracted litigation over the sought-after opportunity to join the medical pot industry. In a statement, Gwynn's lawyer, Jim McKee, said that he and his brother Clifford have farmed for more than 40 years and operate Gwynn Brothers Farm in McAlpin. In addition to awarding a license to a black farmer, this week's decision could help pave the way for health officials to double the number of medical marijuana operators in the state, currently at 22, not including Gwynn, as required by a 2017 law that set guidelines for the industry. To be eligible for the medical marijuana license, Black farmers had to show that they had done business in Florida for at least five years. Governor Ron DeSantis' administration began accepting applications for the license in March. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Elliot Trudeau, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Thursday.